You are listening to the Lucid Live Vibes podcast. Join us over on Patreon at Lucid Live Vibes for the deeper dives with the half cast and the 1111 Patreon portal. Lucid Live Vibes for total relaxation guided meditations on YouTube and Rumble at Lucid Live Vibes. Now entering the Lucid Live Vibes portal. Oh, we're diving deep and we're going high, really high, multidimensional time travel, everything. The portal is wide open in this podcast. My husband is here, Mike is here, and it's coffee with Mike and Britt. And I think we're going to take you to church on this one. We went to the mall and we're ready to talk about what happened at the Miami Mall. So welcome, Mike. Hello, hello. Good to be here. (laughs) So we actually went to a mall and not the Miami Mall. It's actually called the Bayside Marketplace. And what we always seek to do here at Lucid Life Vibes, especially within the podcast, and no matter where you're listening to this, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And thank you to those of you that have given us a five-star review wherever you're listening. And thank you to those of you in Patreon. We cannot be any more thankful and grateful for the support and love over on Patreon at Lucid Life Vibes. So thank you to all of you in the 1111 portal and the half cast to this podcast. Oh, it's going to get crazy. And I'm so excited to hear from you guys in the comments. So leave us a comment or leave us a tweet over on X. I mean, what do you call a tweet now that it's X? Do you just call it an X? Excess? I think that's one of the brilliance of it is you can call it a tweet or an X and people will still know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, Elon says that X is everything. Yeah, I can understand why he would say that. It's, uh, it's going to have a lot of different aspects to it for sure. I think he's adding a payment system right now, actually. Well, I'm excited and I love the radio show aspect. I mean, Clapper app was not (laughs) the most positive experience, but I sure did love the radio show aspect on the Clapper app. And that's over on X. And I tell you what, if live streaming and podcasting opens up for me over on X, I'm all in. I got off of X. You did too, right? Back in 2020 when things got a little cray cray. I was never really into it in the first place, but. Yeah, I definitely used it less, for and, sure. And so I got off completely, but I got back on the day that Elon bought X for $44 billion. He way overpaid for it, of course. But when he did that, it brought the truth forward. And now X is really the only social media platform where we can discuss the truth. Now, I will say there are platforms like Clapper app I mentioned and other places that are free speech and you can't discuss those things. There's many live streaming platforms that you can openly discuss. I know Rumble is one of those places, free speech. However, there's really not a social media platform where there's a mass amount of people like on X. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. And X is unique because you're not overwhelmed at everybody's videos, right? Like most of these social medias, you're getting constant videos from people. And X is more thought-based, more words and links, and really getting raw information. And a lot of times directly from the source, the person. Absolutely. I get more information out of X It's kind of my go-to source now for information, news, you know, opening of the mind, all sorts of different things. So part of this specific podcast and the first podcast of this season two of the Lucid Life podcast 
uh, I talked about what's going on. And this is a continued discussion of what is going on. And I think X, you know, Twitter becoming X is part of this conversation because it's actually a social media app where we can dive deep and you can start pulling on those common threads and weaving together a larger picture. So that's what I do. And another reason why I have Mike here today is he's a master researcher. I mean, he's a life path 11, but he's a master researcher and seeker. It's amazing the information he can find out and being a life path 11 he really sees things from multiple perspectives all perspectives and so when he goes out and seeks and finds information he's going to find all the perspectives all the angles not just a bias or one side which is fascinating and so when we have coffee together there's so many friends of ours that talk about going to church with Mike and I, because we have these deep dive discussions where we see from different angles, different perspectives. And when you can start taking all of the information, all the intelligence, the wisdom, the knowing for you, your gut instinct, you know, that BS meter inside of you, and you can start really pulling on the threads of truth for you, the threads of maybe even like-minded, like-minded conversations or information and how it kind of starts lining up for you. And as you pull on that, you can start weaving this bigger picture. And I like to see everything as a big picture, but sometimes I have to go into that puzzle piece. And so if we could just for a moment, there's so many perspectives. If you're seeing this larger picture, there can be puzzle pieces that create this larger picture. And one thing that's been coming forward is people like to talk about this kind of war on information, like we're, the World War III is a war, war on information. And it's also kind of this time of the deep fake, what's real, what's not, and that's part of this discussion around the Miami Mall incident and lining up the timeline, the dates, what's going on when these incidents occur. So there's a lot happening, but you can simplify it. Kiss yourself. Keep it simple. For me, it's pulling on the common threads and weaving it together. And maybe if for you, it's more of the puzzle pieces, putting the puzzle pieces together. So whether you're just looking at the puzzle pieces or you're beginning to put them together or you see the bigger picture or maybe it's connecting the dots. You see all the dots, but you don't see how they're connected quite yet. And so in the last podcast, we touched on this kind of cult mentality and this is so fascinating because right before we came live, um, Mike was making us another cup of coffee for this podcast. And I jumped on X briefly, and it was so random. There was in my feed this random post from somebody that's talking about how they've been following Q, you know, the whole Q anon, the Q phenomenon, Q. The Q letter movement. Q. Yeah, the Q movement. And we're not talking about that in this episode. But if you want us to talk about the Q movement, let us know. Uh, send us an X. Send us a tweet. Leave us a comment wherever you're listening to this podcast. And it was really random because I really don't follow. I mean, I hear about Q here and there, but not really people that follow Thank you, right? I guess really identify as being part of this Q movement. And there was a post saying, I have been following for six years and I have been defending myself to family and friends and I have been alienated. When will it happen? When will it occur? And all I could think was, when will you think, number one, for yourself and not fall in line with this a movement or this cult mentality. And I think that is a really powerful thing. 
How do you know whether you're part of a cult mentality or buying into something? Well, that's when you doubt your self-knowing. It's it's when you lose that self-identity. And there's so many people when they begin following, right, or become a movement, they become this one with that. And they buy into that. And it becomes their lifestyle and who they are. I mean, how many people with flat earth, again, this isn't a conversation about flat earth, but everything about them is being a flat earther. And it then what overflows to everybody around them. You know, it, it's it's like having to buy it. So it doesn't matter what Q says, they're going to go in. They're going to. And so it sounds like a lot of these people with the Q movement, they've been waiting for something to happen. They're waiting for something outside of themselves. They're just waiting for somebody else to tell them. I also see a lot over on X, people that are just bringing information forward, like shining a light on truth, saying, hey, here's the carrot. <laughs> Go down the rabbit hole for yourself. Mm-hmm. Discover for self. And people get really upset because they won't tell them what they believe. Oh, just tell me. Tell me the end result. And it's like, you got to be that detective for yourself. you you, you got to be the seeker for self. So it's self-knowing and you can trust your gut instinct. So I believe there's a real balance between seeking and researching and knowing and really tuning into your own gut instinct, your own inner navigational system and how you feel about it. That gets back to having a diverse research, diverse outlook, diverse, just diversity, which I'm not a real... I'm not real big on the word diversity, honestly, but you can't be one-sided. I mean, life will get boring. (laughs) Right. But that's also when you get cornered into a belief system or being closed-minded. I mean, you don't need a key when you're open. You know, you don't need a key. It's about just being open. And there's the three pillar of the human experience, mental, emotional, and physical. And then on top of the physical evidence, right, the research of things, and then how you feel about your own gut instinct, then we can actually dive even deeper into the psychic abilities. There's remote viewing, astral projection, where you can really go in and know the truth of things. And when we're talking about quantum energy, right, the quantum computer, there's a percentage of truth. I mean, quantum energy, quantum computing is about truth and non-truth. And so you can feel for what is truth and non-truth as well. So again, it kind of is the time of the deep fake. I mean, when we think about the Miami mall incident, Mm -hmm. there's so many perspectives and you can get going down one rabbit hole with that. Absolutely. And get onto one, one, course one roadmap but really there's so many different angles to look at the miami mall incident and there's something i really want to bring forward to everybody that's a a lot of people aren't even discussing that might blow your mind what could it be (laughs) so when we look at the timeline time and space is something So I want to invite everybody as you dive deep into the discovery and the knowing the truth is coming forward. All it takes is one breach, one crack for the light, the truth to get in. And so whether it's the truth from the surface of the earth, the the ancient civilizations, all of that coming forward, maybe from the sky, really, we can dial it to time and space, time, temporal and then space. And space, of course, includes that multi-dimensional reality, the dimensions of it. And it's interesting because as it feels like disclosure is really happening now, of course, for many people following the disclosure conversation, there are many disclosure timelines and (laughs) narratives, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of different people are spinning. And people want to call each other psyops, right? Which is the real disclosure. And that's what's really interesting to me. I feel like we can't hide the truth. 
So even those narratives or the propagandas, the things that aren't truth that are being spun as truth, those are going to fall away. The truth. So once the truth kind of starts coming forward, the momentum of that is unstoppable. I agree. Now, can they distract? Can we be distracted and entertained? Yes. So I think that's really the meat of this podcast is that. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, how, how, how do narratives, how do the, how does the control, the heavy 3D, the third dimension, the control, I, that's really what it is, is the control. What's being hidden? What, what's being faked? What's real? What's not real? And I think that's the meat of this podcast is so you can know for yourself. You know, this idea of kind of taking yourself to church, <laughs> you know, this taking yourself to church, taking yourself to the truth. And I have found that other people open gateways, open portals, open, they open doorways, they open perspectives, but really you're going to, you're going to have the truth. You hold the truth for yourself. And so part of really knowing what's going on is trusting your own gut, that BS meter in you that goes, oh, that doesn't sound right. Oh, that doesn't feel right. You've got to trust yourself as you move into the seeker, as you research. And here's another thing. You can't be sold on the storyline so quick. If you were to put on your investigator hat, right, this mental mindset of the investigator, that's being open, no bias, really being able to sift and sort through all of the information. I feel like the official stories, the official narratives, the mainstream stories that you get are the box. There you go. And you're inside of that box, and it's a matter of whether you're going to open that box and see what's out there. Some of it will resonate more than you realize. Some of it certainly won't resonate. <clears throat> but you get a diverse perspective that way. You get to start uh, sifting through what's right and what's wrong and what works for you. Really giving yourself the opportunity to feel through it and to not jump into a storyline. To not, you know, I know this isn't anything to do with past lives, but a lot of people talk about past lives and they want to, like, have a past life regression. They want somebody else to take them into that past life or tell them, right? I think that's, like, when you're looking for somebody else to to take you there, to tell you there, tell you what happened with you, now you're opening yourself up for somebody else's storyline, somebody else's perspective. And I think if you would just were to sit with yourself and feel through it yourself, I mean, yes, having people guide and coach you and have having conversations and communions and community, that's amazing. That's why we love doing podcasts. This is why I like live streaming to have these in real time conversations as we're shifting and awakening. And part of that is knowing for yourself and not taking other people's word for it and going, oh, that's the storyline. Oh, that's the, and being sold on it. Oh, okay, that's the end, it's over. Because it's still playing out. There's more to it. And I think part of it is allowing it to unfold. I wanted to have this podcast weeks ago, but the story was still unfolding. There was still more to it, and there's still more to it. And you can't give one storyline too much power. It's like reading a tarot card. And the tarot card is telling you what's best for you. <laughs> yep. You, you put yourself in a box. That's that cult mentality. You're now buying into being told instead of feeling through it yourself. 
So I just want to invite you to have an open mind and to not have the end of every story. Like, okay, that's done. No, it's an open investigation. And the Lucid Life Vibes podcast are all about having these thought experiments, allowing yourself to open to new thoughts. And the more you open, the more your ego and subconscious is like, okay, yeah, let's find out what's going on here. So the idea is being open and then filtering for yourself. What resonates with you? What doesn't resonate with you? And here's another thing. I think the things that maybe don't resonate, but you're like, ooh, there's something there, but it doesn't resonate. You don't know what it is. Those could be seeds being planted that are that are going to take you somewhere else in the future. And I really like to feel like the guidance from higher self or the universe in our everyday human experience, I call it magical breadcrumbs from the universe. You know, it's like the synchronicities, all those things, everything you're seeking is seeking you. And all the information is calling you throughout your day. The messages in the clouds, the messages from other people, the message. And if you would remain open to receiving, you can even start interacting, asking questions. So for example, you want to know what's going on or what was going on at the Miami mall, asking questions. We like going on dog walks and we, we go outside. We're outdoorsy people. We hike and, and mine crystals. And so I'm always interacting and asking questions outside under the sun, the moon, the stars. What's going on? What happened with this? Knowing that the answers will come. And it's amazing how all of a sudden a video or a this or a that will show up and it's the information that I was seeking. And then you start taking all the information, all those puzzle pieces, putting it together so you can see the bigger picture for yourself. So whether it's like past life for yourself, future knowing for yourself, or knowing what happened at the Miami Mall, it's all something for you to ask and seek. And it's just about being open. And so this is going to be a lot of fun because... When you can open your mind to the timeline of January of 2024 and what happened the first month of 2024, and we're just like at the last few days here of the month, this month has been wow. And I think a lot of things that happened this month, I was expecting to happen last year. And I know people that have been wanting the truth to come forward have really been awaiting what has happened in January for many years. However, I think things are playing out a little bit different than many anticipated because a lot of people kind of like the tweet from the Q follower. A lot of people are following other people's narratives or other people's timelines of when things are going to happen, kind of like the people that predict the the end of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That whole mentality, the doomsdayers, all of the solar flares from the sun, right? Like, oh, this is going to happen. That The blackouts, the all this kind of stuff. And if you sift through the fear, you can feel for something completely different and go beyond the control in the narrative. But you really have to choose to go beyond the fear because they pipe the fear through everything. That the fear comes through so many different channels, so many different waves (laughs) and frequencies of just constantly. So when you can really walk through the fear, feel past the fear for yourself, you open to being able to feel through and see through the BS (laughs) and the curtains and the veils. So kind of like the Wizard of Oz, pulling back the curtains, or maybe the Matrix, Neo and the Matrix, being able to see the ones and the zeros. You can be that for yourself. You really can pull back the curtain. And so we think that this is the best discussion. If you want to start seeing beyond the curtain, the veil, and you want to be like Neo and the Matrix and see the Matrix, This is the perfect 
the Miami Mall is like your perfect example of an experience for you to feel through. So here's the timeline, January 2024. The main talk was the Epstein client list. Now, if you're a Gen Z or a millennial, you may not even be into the Epstein list and be like, why is everybody talking about this? Well, those of us that are Gen Xers and those of you that are baby boomers, Epstein, he was a big deal. 70s, 80s, 90s. He was pre-internet. Pre-internet. And we have really come to know that Epstein is a construct. I would see, I say was, but he's still in play. He's still current. Epstein is still a construct. He's part of that matrix, the third dimensional matrix, the control. Epstein was created as a blackmail device, a tool for blackmailing leaders, politicians all around the world. So the Epstein list coming out, for many of us, it was this moment of truth knowing that it could be common common conversation now how corrupt the Clintons are. I mean, those of us that lived the 90s, knowing how corrupt the president was, and there was nothing we could do about it, and we have waited decades for it to come forward how corrupt certain leaders and politicians are. So, yeah, certainly part of that was just the truth coming forward because a lot of these leaders are still trying to run. <laughs> They're still trying to make a run. Well, the Clintons are the easy ones to name. It's not a right or a left thing. It's not a, it's not a politically right or left thing at all. It's a realization that it's a system in general that's a... Uh, that's at play. Well, the right and the left, Democrat and Republican, construct. they're just, they are the construct. They're, they're the wings of the same bird. I like that analogy. So if you were to see the construct, the political control construct is this bird, the left and the right, it's the, it, the wings. And they've got to have the left and the right at odds. That's how this bird flies. And so when you take that wind away, the wind beneath the wings away, right? Take all that air or hot air away. They can't fly anymore. You're not feeding that. So again, there's so much in the media, social media, right? The leaders, the political, the elected officials, even weather fear. I mean, they try to pipe the fear through the weather, right? The weather control. Um, then there's all of the programming through the movies, the TV shows, the fear. And the Hollywood, the cinema, very much plays into the control. And it can help deflect and distract. And it's all part of that. So when you look at the timeline of the Epstein client list coming forward, yes, there's many levels of why so many of us wanted that information to come forward. But there's a deeper, <laughs> there's a deeper meaning. I mean, for one, let's just look at how Epstein supposedly died, right? <laughs> Let's, I mean, we could go there. We're not going to go there in this podcast, but that is interesting. And the construct that is Epstein is still happening, even though the man is no longer alive. So I just want to be clear, Epstein, real man, but a construct was created around him. When you do your homework, when you do the research, he has no background. It's dicey. It's all spliced together. It was pre-internet. And most people just write it off as, oh, that was pre-internet. You know, <laughs> no, they created him. He was a construct. 
and he has been a blackmail ring since day one. Yes, is there other things going on with Epstein that's just creepy and terrible? Absolutely. The trafficking, right? The minors, the children, the women, horrible, absolutely horrible. However, what was really going on was blackmail. All that horrible stuff that was occurring was really to blackmail everybody that was there. The people that are involved with Epstein were involved with Epstein are your politicians, your elected officials, the people that are leaders making decisions, people that are controlling different wars, and the media, the social media, also science. So many scientists. Why? That's interesting. So over 20 leading scientists. There are also other scientists like Eric Weinstein who tell the truth, who knew exactly who Epstein was and is, <laughs> is and was. And so many people very much knew that Epstein was a construct and blackmail. And many people stayed far away from him. They knew what was going on. And many of those people are coming forward. And so, yes, there was horrible things going on. But some of that is really a distraction. And I'm not saying that what these women experienced and what happened with children is to not be looked at. I'm not saying that at all. But in this discussion, we're going to go deep into the timeline and ultimately talk about the Miami Mall incident. And we know that it's all connected and linked. When you start looking at timelines around incidents, it'll really show you what's going on. And so here, this Epstein, everybody at the beginning of January was waiting. And then we would, they kept putting off this Epstein list. They kept putting it off. And the Epstein list came out on January 4th of 2024, after being delayed a few days. There were some John Doe's, Jane Doe's who went through the court to delay their name in the list coming forward. Now, when the list came forward, it was a very apparent just on the first bit of information from the Epstein files that this blackmail ring was controlling wars and leaders and oh my goodness. And it was even linking everything to current wars and things that were going on politically. And oh wow, did it open to the larger picture and how current Everything with the Epstein list is actually playing out now. It's not all in the past. Even though Epstein, right, his life was taken years ago and everything he did stopped years ago, it's still playing out. All the blackmail, everything that that construct that Epstein is and was, is still playing out. And now we're able to go, wow, look at all of the decisions made for the world mm -hmm. that impacted the world that were being controlled through blackmail. Can you imagine? We have young women and children that were in the nucleus, the center of blackmailing, changing decisions for the world, outcomes for the world. Mm -hmm. It's just a cog in the wheel. And how long has it been happening? It was, I think it was Eric Weinstein that talked about that. The reason we know about this stuff is internet. The internet is the reason we're even aware. Started out as conspiracies, people going down rabbit holes, 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, conspiracy theorist. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, you're crazy. Or, oh, you saw that in a TV show. Oh, you saw that in a movie. Right? Redirect, redirect, redirect. Right. Distraction, entertainment. So beginning January, the talk, the hub, we, you know, X is the social media where we can discuss and share all this information freely. And if you're not on X, I invite you to get on X. It's worth learning about. It is the future. It is the freedom of social media to discuss and go down the rabbit holes for yourself. When you go into X with intention on finding information out, X can really serve you. It's amazing. So if you want to be a seeker and a researcher, I invite you to get on X and to search and research and go down those rabbit holes and see what people are talking about. It's fascinating. And so here, January, we have a social media. We get to talk about all the information. Everybody full focus on Epstein. January 4th, 2024. So as we're all going to sleep that night and the truth is coming forward and we see all of the pedophiles, we see all of just the absolute control and it's coming forward. I don't even know if the Clintons ever came back from Mexico. They were in Mexico. I mean, it's crazy how many actors, politicians were like fleed America, fleed the United States around Christmas. I mean, it's funny. I think Tom Hanks is in Japan or uh, France, and, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio is in Japan. It's it's unbelievable how many Americans have fleed they America. They newly built bunkers. <laughs> right. And, and isn't that crazy how many of them are? What is the deal with the tunnels and the bunkers? Do you guys want to hear a podcast on tunnels and bunkers? What's going on there? That's for another one. So... We're all full focused on this. And that night, as we're going to sleep, many people predicted a school shooting. I cannot tell you how many tweets, how many people were saying on X, there's going to be a school shooter tomorrow to take our focus off of this. It's just, it's to take our focus off. And sure enough, we woke up on January 5th to a school shooter in Iowa. Absolutely as predicted. What also happened on January 5th, 2024, is the Miami Mall incident. It was Bayside Marketplace Mall in Miami. January 6th is very well known as the January 6th incident. We all know about now the new January 6th. So if you look at the timeline, we have Epstein files finally come forward and we have a free social media platform that we can all freely discuss this. And we were. And it was amazing. And we all predict as we go to sleep, there's going to be a school shooter. And there was. And then there was also the Miami Mall incident. So. The school shooter in Iowa and the Miami Mall incident was January 5th. It's the meat of the timeline. If you were to look at January 4th, the Epstein client list, and then January 6th, this anniversary of January 6th, the truth of January 6th is coming forward as well. So January 6th is very much tied to the Epstein client list. It's absolutely connected. And people are on to this. And so naturally what was happening was moving from the Epstein client list January 4th into conversations about the truth of January 6th coming forward. But instead, what did we have on January 5th? We had two massive incidents, distractions. The Miami Mall incident was such a huge distraction that got people away from Epstein and from January 6th. 
Now, most people that got caught up in the Miami mall incident conversation were obviously people in Miami, the local people in Florida. But then some of your younger Gen Zs, millennials, we're Gen Xers. We were into it. But mm-hmm. I really saw that on social media, most people that were talking about it were your Gen Gen X, Gen, Gen Zs, and your millennials, right? And so it was a different kind of group that were really into this Miami Mall incident than the people that were talking about Epstein in January 6th. So I, so I did notice that. Now, the people that were really into the Epstein and the January 6th conversation, they were more focused on the school shooter in Iowa and that conversation because they really predicted that. Mm -hmm. And so what I see is that a lot of people either picked up on the school shooter in Iowa, January 5th, or the Miami Mall, January 5th. So what a brilliant distraction in two different directions, right? Iowa and Florida. And so when you just take a minute to allow that in, that's pretty wow, right? So let's talk about the Miami Mall. Here's what we know, and you can research this everywhere. I'm going to say this. There are videos of somebody who was arrested for a shooting at that Miami Bayside marketplace on January 5th. There are apparently people that were arrested. Absolutely. But I'm also going to take you back a year ago, January, in just a minute, and we're going to talk about if people were actually arrested in the Miami mall incident or not, because I think that's something to really look at if people were actually arrested and the court documentation of actual humans and their involvement in the Miami mall incident on January 5th. And I think a lot of this discussion is it's a food for thought discussion. It's not about is this specific topic about the mall right or wrong is, you know, did aliens run through a mall, right or wrong? That's not what this discussion is necessarily about. It's about opening the mind and looking at things from various perspectives so that you can get a better picture of what's really out there. And this is why we've taken the time in this podcast to lay a firm foundation. And that's why all of the podcasts at Lucid Life Fives, they build on one another. I mean, you don't have to listen to a future podcast or a past podcast to listen to this one, but they do build on each other. Um, there, there's this firm foundation that we've created so that we can actually talk about the Miami Mall incident now. Because now there's a foundation to grow from, to build from, to construct from. And we're going to absolutely invite you to see it from so many different perspectives. So as we enter into this alien, this shadow creature conversation, and I'm not making fun at all of that because all possibilities are in play right now. We're open to all possibilities. I do want to keep this investigation open, but also reminding us we need to go into the actual court documentation of the people that were involved, the actual humans that were involved at the Miami Mall incident. And we're going to circle back to that. So I don't want to lose sight of that. But I also know that this was a series of events. It triggered a series of events to occur. So let's look at just the timeline of January 5th at the Bayside Marketplace. So let's zero in on Miami right now. On January 5th, what happened, Mike? 200 police cars. What happened on January 5th around Bayside Marketplace? Well, it was well over 100 police cars. I want to say it was closer to 150, but you add the police officer presence that's there with that and it was massive. You can watch videos of just the lines of police cars and <clears throat> lights going off and emergency personnel. It was it was like a bomb had gone off. There was so much emergency personnel there. 
And apparently it was because of some unruly teens with sticks and fireworks. So that's what I saw. There were videos everywhere and you can see them everywhere. The first videos to roll out were what is going on in Miami. And you see hundreds of police cars rushing in and it looked like it was happening around sunset because the police car lights were on and they were bright. So it felt like it was moving from day to night, sunset time. I think it was in the evening. And so I think what happened is there was something going on at the mall and hundreds of police started swarming the mall at sunset on January 5th. Then you have a series of videos coming out about whether some people got arrested and it was showing people at exits outside of the mall. Nothing inside of the mall was coming forward. So really all we could see were hundreds of cops and then a few odd videos here and there of like what's going on, not sure, ruckus, police at these exits, outside of the exits of the mall. But no real story other than teenagers, sticks, and fireworks. So what they were telling everybody is that hundreds of police were called out because of teenagers that were fighting with sticks and fireworks. But there's actually no video from January 5th, 2024 of teenagers with sticks and fireworks. There's, again, just a few random videos of people outside the exit, outside, and nobody, maybe some scuffles or things like that, or people like, what's going on, but... No context to them. Really. None. None. And nobody's getting arrested. They can't tell us anything. Here's the next phase of videos coming out. People telling stories. I want to tell you what really happened. Also, people explaining why there's no videos inside the mall. Here's the thing. There are no videos inside the mall of what happened. And the people inside the mall are saying because what was happening was so real and so terrifying, they didn't have the thought or the time to get their phone out to record. They were running. And every video, every bit of information that I have found says, and there's some videos on this. They've all been redacted, by the way. They've all been redacted. The videos and all the information say that people were running, screaming. And one guy even had a video saying he saw people moving so fast and screaming and he pointed out that he was seeing people that normally wouldn't be able to move so fast, moving fast. People in wheelchairs, people that were struggling to walk were moving. The fear, this like mass exodus out of the mall and people did hear gunshots at some point. So what was being reported was screaming, people exiting the malls and then later some gunshots. A lot of what was being reported by people who didn't get the video, who said they were in the mall, were shadow creatures. Seven, eight, nine, ten, I don't know, 12 foot tall shadow creatures. So here's one thing I want to bring forward is that none of these recounts, none of these stories of people inside the mall talk about any audio they did not hear anything from these creatures. I just want to bring that forward. The people saying they saw shadow creatures, giant shadow creatures, never heard anything from these shadow creatures. They only saw it. The audio, what they heard were people screaming and eventually some gunshots. Now, I was able to pull up video from inside the mall, like mall surveillance, there is one man that I was able to find through the court system that was arrested and he fired his gun in the mall 
and it, you can see it. Now, I don't know if it was actually from January 5th, this footage. I have no idea. I have no idea. But there is a piece of footage and a man in, that has been arrested and he's gone before a judge. There was a shooting, they say, on January 5th in that mall. And the only part of the video you can see is him running from something, turning around to defend himself. And the people that have seen this have talked about, wow, this looks like self-defense. It looks like he's defending himself. But you can't see from what. There's just some people there. And so if you were to look at all the information and the series and the timeline that it came forward, it sounds like the people inside the mall experienced whatever these giant shadow creatures were. And then it triggered a series of other things to play out. So I think that the gunshots that people were hearing, I mean, a lot of people talked about it being police. I don't know if it was police with the guns. I don't even know if they had arrived yet. I'm thinking the police arrived after everybody got out of the mall, to be honest. So I believe the gunshots were people in the mall that were fearful, defending themselves from these creatures or whatever occurred in the mall. And so I think any of the surveillance or things that are coming forward from the mall are kind of the, what is playing out after whatever they experienced. I think any kind of gun fire or anything that happened from the people in the mall, again, was triggered in response of defending themselves from whatever occurred. Now, the thing that occurred that triggered all of that, that's what we don't know. Right. That's where you can't put yourself in a box. <laughs> so Mike talked about how there were all these videos after the incident of people saying why they didn't get video of the creatures. The people that were saying, I saw these shadow creatures and this is why I didn't get video is because they were also scared. And then even the gunshots were after the supposed creatures and it was more in defense of what was happening. And so most of these people on the video that were talking about the giant creatures, their videos are gone or they redacted them. And then many of them, Mike was telling me, were saying they were getting visited from Homeland Security. Yeah, there was, you know, it started out with the police presence was like, what's going on at the mall? There's so many police there. There's so much stuff going on. And then it was like, Oh, okay, so there was a brawl at the mall. You know, there's some kind of a fight going on. But, man, that's a lot of police for just a, just a fight. You know, even fireworks or maybe even a gunshot or two. Like that amount of police. It looked like a World War III was going off. It was unreal. <clears throat> and then reports start coming out of the power being cut off in the area. The 65,000 uh, businesses and homes surrounding the mall. And then you start to get reports that the airport was shut down temporarily right at that time. Man, all for some unruly kids or for even a shooting or like this just doesn't, it just doesn't add up. And then the reports start coming out suddenly of apparitions in the mall and people running and fearful for their lives. And yeah, you know, the, the fight and flight thing. You, you get yourself in a situation where you're truly fearful for your life. Are you going to stop and pull your phone out? You know, most of the videos that you see of people that are truly fearful for their life that catch it on video just happen to have their phones out and the bear attacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not shopping in a mall and suddenly all hell breaks loose and you're just running for your life. So, you know, there's the argument for that. Uh, yeah, there's reports of, of officials, men in black, if you will, going door to door and confiscating phones and things of that nature. You know, there's, there's a lot of ins and outs to this. And for me personally, you know, my box right now, if you want to call it, is why all the presence? Why all the electricity shut down? Why the airport shut down? Uh, 
It just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. And then when you put it on top of some people did come forward, but now those videos are gone or they redacted that, retracted that. And then there are just no videos actually explaining what's going on. There's a couple of crazy videos of what claimed to be the creature of some apparitions and these four-legged or six-legged looking things with tails, like some weird, weird, like outside of the box. So let's get to that mind-blowing piece of information. What was reported with hundreds of cops? Blocks of electricity and power shut down. The airport being shut down. All of this happening. It was all reported that kids, teenagers with sticks and fireworks. But there's no video of this from January 5th of 2023. But there is video of it from January of 2023. That's right. A year ago. There, in fact, were kids, teenagers with sticks and fireworks at the Bayside Marketplace. And you can research this. It's on YouTube. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? The story, the narrative of teens, kids with sticks and fireworks happened. But it happened January of 2023. It didn't happen January 5th of 2024. The news story occurred last year year January 2023. You can go look it up. Bayside Marketplace, January 2023. Kids with sticks and fireworks. You can actually see all the news reports. You can see the kids. You can see the police. And guess what? There were not hundreds of police. They didn't shut down power. The airport wasn't shut down. The same exact story, the same exact incident happened last year that they said happened this year. So what did they do? Did they recycle? Did they even recycle some of the footage from last year? This blew my mind. The narrative, the story that they're trying to sell us happened last year. At the same mall. So let's talk about what's going on. When you look at the stories being told, you always get kind of the same response from the people that think they're at the top of the know, (laughs) the top, the top level of knowing. What do you call that? So I don't know the highest level. You feel (laughs) you're at the highest level. So how do how do the people that are controlling the narrative, how do they control? How does the control happen? How, How does how does all of this happen? Like what's going on? I think it's because of compartmentalizing things. The belief in a chain of command. That. If you think about it, your local cops, like your local sheriff, he thinks he's at the highest level of knowing. Like he knows what's happening at the Miami Mall. Your local sheriff, right? He thinks he's in the know of everything. He doesn't think anybody's above him, just like the president. A lot of people think the president of the United States or their prime minister or the leader of their country is they know everything. Guess what? They don't. It is an illusion when you compartmentalize so much stuff and you think, oh, I have the security clearance. I'm at the highest level. Well, guess what? There's a whole nother bracket above you that you don't even know exists. Look at all of these. What do they call them? Black book programs. Mm -hmm. All the programs that aren't on the book, but they cost what? Trillions of dollars. I mean, the Pentagon is like just a black hole for trillions of dollars. The special access projects. Yeah. So all of these 
secret programs, right? Talk about tunnels. Talk about underground stuff. They're a whole different compartment of information. So let's say you've got the local Miami people, right? The local police, the local media, and they're going to be fed the story. They think they're at the top level of knowing. So they compartmentalize that. They, oh no, I know, I know what's going on here. When really there's so many other compartments above them of knowing. I mean, the president of the United States, there's so much the president does not know. So who are the people that know? What's going on there? So then you invite something like CERN, C-E-R-N, CERN, into the conversation. Where now you can manipulate particles and matter. Who runs CERN? Who has access to CERN? Right? Now we're opening the mind. We're going higher. So could you imagine the knowledge difference between somebody that knows about CERN in science compared to a local sheriff, like the Miami mall, like whoever the local sheriff of the Miami mall is? (laughs) Like they're not even on the same brain link. Like they're not even thinking about the same thing. Okay, so Miami Mall, when I go in, shadow creatures, only visual, right? Then you think about a mall. Isn't a mall more like a movie screen? If you were going to project shadow creatures, a mall would be a perfect place, right? Mm -hmm. Could, Could you see them outside, shadow creatures? Probably not. I mean, maybe. But how do you impact a large amount of people, a mall, a stadium? Large gathering areas. So we actually went to a mall yesterday. We drove into the city and we went to a mall. And I got some video of the mall. And the mall is a perfect movie screen. If you were going to project shadows, it's perfect. Lots of various corners and angles with large blank spaces and that's one of the stories about the Miami Mall was that it was like a a shadow person that would disappear and reappear closer to you like it was chasing you but with no sound moving from wall to wall and and there was no sound and the shadow creatures never touched anyone they never hurt anyone they terrified people and they created this mass hysteria that then evolved into something else. So did some people get out their guns? Yes. Yes, they did. But were there teens with sticks and fireworks? Not January 5th, 2024. January of 2023, yes. And the response this year compared to last year by the local police, totally different. Same storyline, different response. So I thought about holograms, holographic. Well, here's the thing. There was no setup at the mall, right? There was no, like, men in black. I mean, could there have been? Yeah, I guess they could have set up holographics. They could have set up all of that. I don't think they did. I don't, but you know, maybe men in black came and set up some holographics and they did some video thing and it became a distraction. And now we're talking about it and we quit talking about Epstein in January 6th. A distraction. Or it could have been even higher level where it was more of opening a portal of time, temporal, or opening a portal of dimensions allowing a visual through to project and then closing that portal. Maybe a thinning of the veil to allow it through and then closing it. You certainly see a clear reason for compartmentalization between a police department and CERN. (laughs) Absolutely. If CERN opened a portal in the Miami Mall. 
Okay, so then ask yourself, why are there over 20 scientists a part of the Epstein client list? Why are scientists being blackmailed, Mike? I mean, come on, right? Science is part of this. The weather, the weather manipulation. I mean, I could do a whole podcast of the the microwave waves coming up from the south. I mean, look at Florida constantly getting hammered by these hurricanes. And if you look at these waves coming up, you can see it is all connected. It is connected. That's why this Miami mall incident is the perfect actual event that you can see for yourself how planned, and it's planned as a distraction to get people to start having a different conversation. I also think this Miami mall incident could have been experimentation with using time and dimensions and using a higher technology and allowing time and space to come in. And again, this is the the level of security, the level of knowing of this information is so high. I believe it's higher than the president, the prime ministers. It's very high and it's very scientific. And when I went in, I actually astral projected myself and remote viewed. And what I got was a full picture of what happened for myself. I have the ability to use those psychic abilities to serve me and my knowing. And I went in and I did that. And what I got was controlled and staged. And it was a visual only. And the mall was a perfect movie screen. So I think some of it was a distraction and to change the conversation. And I think another part was some experimentation. And this could be playing into bringing forward this disclosure and having people talk about different things, aliens, shadow beings, multidimensional. And so when you really dive deep, there's a lot going on here. And we just wanted to open the door so that you could start connecting the dots and see the bigger picture for yourself. So we want to hear from you over on X. Mike is at OG Mikey Mac, the wandering dabbler. (laughs) And I am Lucid Life Vibes. And we're excited to hear from you.